Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm extremely excited to bring you Vero Vasquez, the co-founder of Shop JZD, who is gracious enough to share her story. You don't want to miss it. She's got an incredible story with her struggles with anxiety, being a first-generation Mexican-American, an entrepreneur, and how she's accomplished these great things. It inspires me. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Thank you so much for being here, Vero. I really appreciate you taking the time out. I know as a business owner, we have a million and one things to do and taking an hour out of your day is a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm excited for you to share your story with our listeners. So let's start with introducing yourself, who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Veronica Vasquez and I am the co-founder of this little shop you guys might know, JZD. Um, co-founder and COO. And yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. So I wanted to bring you on because I saw a video on your Instagram. Of course, I'm a huge fan of Instagram. I'm not, I'm too old for TikTok, but I love Instagram. <laughs> and yeah, that's Instagram where is where it's at. Right, it is. I mean, I, I I don't know how people can be hours and hours on TikTok, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I saw your story on Instagram and how you shared that you have had your experience with anxiety. Um. I am super emotional all the time, and when I saw it, I cried, and I'm like, I have to have her on. So again, thank you for for being here and for sharing your story. So give us a little background on your story with anxiety and what you went through. Yeah, well, I I think I've had anxiety from the moment that I got out of my mom's womb, not going to lie to you. Um, when I was, I think I was like eight years old, I started off with like really bad stomach pains in the pit of my stomach to the point that I would have to be like, hunched and over. I just, yeah, <laughs> hunched over because it just hurt so bad. And it got to the point where it was so bad that my mom was like, okay, fine. We have to take you to the doctor, I guess. Right. Um, and we went to the doctor and the doctor tells my mom, he was like, ma'am, you have an eight-year-old that's very stressed. Like she has gastritis and she's extremely stressed. And this gastritis is coming from, you know, probably anxiety or i'm sorry give me a second can you hear me yeah i can yeah. hear you okay sorry my headphones just gave yeah, up. It's, it i heard it kind of switch over <laughs> sorry so yeah so he was like she has anxiety you know you should probably calm her down have a better environment and the home for her what's you know don't ask her for her grace to be perfect but coming from a mexican household uh, I'm first generation Mexican American. I'm the oldest of three kids and my parents are both immigrants. That was not, it was a no-go. My mom, we got home and my mom was like, what are you stressed about? You've got a bed, you've got food on the table, we're clothing you and you have both of your parents. 
So what's the stress about? My mom was not acknowledging the fact that we had a very abusive household, you know, an alcoholic dad. My parents were teen parents. So you can already imagine their unhappiness with life. You know, they a little of everything. Yeah, it was a little bit of everything. I mean, they themselves were growing up as I was growing up. They got married when they had me. So every anniversary for my parents, I was like, it's our anniversary, guys. So, <laughs> so I was growing up with my parents and my parents did the best they could, I guess, the best to their ability. So I just, I didn't know what the doctor was saying by telling me you have anxiety. I just knew that I had gastritis and I couldn't have hot Cheetos. But everything was coming down from me being extremely anxious and me not knowing when the other shoe was going to drop. Yeah. Uh, you know, having to be the one, I mean, eight years old, my parents and I were janitors at my dad's job. My dad had two jobs within his job. So he was a truck driver, but he was also the janitor in that same office. So he would go to work every morning at like four in the morning. And then on the weekend, we would have to go and clean with him. But things changed. So they would have to send invoices to people. So there you have little eight-year-old Vettel emailing people. I'm barely learning the language. Wow. I am not great at English because my first language was Spanish. And I have both of my parents breathing down my neck telling me, if you don't send this right, we don't, we don't get paid. Exactly. And I'm eight years old. So it's like, no shit, I was going to have anxiety. There was a lot of writing on this little person. So that's where it really started for me. And it was something that I just dealt with. I say dealt because I didn't actually deal with it. I just kind of like suppressed it. And I was like, yeah. My mom and my dad say that everything is perfect. So everything is perfect. What am I complaining about? Other people have it much worse. And when you start doing that comparison game, well, yeah, it's it's not going to help you at all. Yeah. I don't think it was until I married Jen that she really allowed me to be like, you know what? I need a minute. I I can't keep on functioning with this high level of like anxiety and high level of me just being like, it's okay, let me just suppress it and let me just throw myself into work or let me just throw myself into this. She was like, you need to stop and you need to take a breather and it's fine, you can take a day. That's when I really started to work on myself, but it wasn't until I married her. That's when you realize you weren't a robot. Yeah, <laughs> literally. That you can take a break and that you should take a break. Yes. That was not allowed growing for you. Growing up, that wasn't allowed, that wasn't, and I think we see that a lot with the immigrant um, uh, families because they see it as you have everything here and they compare themselves to what they had in their upbringing and mental health is not something that we don't talk about our feelings, one, two, you shouldn't be unhappy because you should be grateful yep. and it's not, I think it's getting better. And I think we're talking about mental health a little bit more, yeah. but then we have that guilt that sometimes, you know, they think that they're teaching us um, using guilt and using fear. And, you know, if you don't do this, this is going to happen. 
And so I see a lot of Latinos with severe anxiety because of that. Catholic guilt. Yeah, 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 it's definitely uh, having that guilt of your parents and then you put in the fact that they're also very religious. Um, I, I actually was just watching the Flaming Hot movie last night with Jen. I watched it last night too. <laughs> and there's this really funny thing that he says. He's like, uh, I'm probably going to butcher it, but he says something along the lines of how can you not expect for poor people to praise God when he's the only one that's like really offering everything and anything to them as long as you praise him. He said something along those lines and it really hit me because I was like, yeah, that was my mom and my dad. And it was all about I think I learned the freaking rosary before I learned to read, you know, like it was all about, you got to thank God and you got to do this and that. And how could you do this? It, you know, what's God going to think? Diosito te está mirando. Que va yeah. A decir Diosito. yeah. Always, <laughs> always, always, always. So it's like that guilt of parents and the Catholic guilt. So it's like, how do you deal with things? It's, it's, a, it's a lot for, for kids. Yeah. And, and it's funny that you say, you know, you probably were born with anxiety because most of us with anxiety, we have that personality, right? That we worry a lot and we think and we think about everything else. And I like that you said that it was at age eight, because that's what I usually tell people. Six, seven, eight is when kids start to realize the feelings that they have and they start expressing themselves. So that it's not that we that's when we start getting anxiety it's that that's when we're able to express what we're feeling and we you know we we feel the i had ulceras when i was little you know ulcers and um and it was it was it was i was so young and the doctors couldn't explain why but it was anxiety it's anxiety it's stress it's like they put so much stress on us. And and I know that it's because they're like, we want you to have a better life and we want what's better, what's best for you. But a kid's a kid. And unfortunately in our community, it's, I don't think that we get to be kids, especially if you're the oldest in the family and if you're a female. Oh yeah. Because me being a double whammy, being the oldest and the girl, they were like, well, you have to take care of your brother and your sister. You already have to start learning how to cook. Then my dad was like, well, I also need you to be my little right hand. So anything I have everything to translate, do, you have to read for me. You have to do this and help yes. me. And well, yeah. I all I wanted to do was to watch some cartoons. But the moment that you sat down to watch a cartoon, it was like, why are you so lazy? you know, you should go and do this and you should go and do that. And it's like, oh my goodness gracious. I just, I just want to be a kid, but it's not a thing. It's not allowed in our culture. Yeah. It's getting better. Like I said, it really is getting better. And I think just us spreading awareness and educating people and more than just awareness, my mission in life is to, to make um, mental health Uh, and wellness normal, like normalizing mental health, not just spreading awareness, because we shouldn't have to wait until stress and anxiety is causing problems in our lives in order for us to start taking care of our mind. We're human. We're not robots. Definitely. Yes. So um, getting back to your brand and what you all have accomplished, you all are in almost every magazine. 
Um, there's so many celebrities that have worn your shirt. Um, the Latina power is probably the most popular one that I own too. And I don't remember if you all had a website and where I bought it. Did you all have Etsy? Did we you all had, start with Etsy? We started with Etsy. That's how Jen started the business. Um, Jen was the one that started JZD uh, because she was... She's always been a creative. And when we first got married, I had a part-time job and that lasted for like a month into our marriage. And then I had, it took me a little longer to graduate from college. So she said, it's fine. Don't go back to work. Take the year off, finish school, and I'll take one for the team. And she worked. She hustled for a whole year um forever grateful for her for doing that but then after that year I think exactly a year after I got myself a good job a, a big girl job and that's when I started seeing that I mean I knew that Jen was unhappy working like it wasn't what she wanted to do yeah. having a nine to five being behind a desk that was not Jen right so the moment that I got the job the moment that I was off of the probation period I was like you know what babe quit it's fine you know like if creating is what you want to do, let's figure it out. And she, I think she like thought it over. She's very, she's a planner. So she like came up with like, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I could potentially, you know, start whatever, whatever. She like gave me a little presentation. I guess she felt like she had to <laughs> tell me what make we were you feel do. comfortable and not feel yeah. anxious about it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what she, she thought that she had to do. But for me, I was like, I've always, trusted in her blindly I mean it's it's been completely fine uh up to now right so um finally I'm like you know I quit your job it's gonna be fine she was like okay and she showed up one day and she quit her job it was a Monday her supervisor was like do you have a plan what are you gonna do and she was like I don't know but I'm gonna figure it out and then she started we started off with 12 shirts well, actually it was nine because three of those, it was one for me, one for Jen and one for her mom. And she put it on Etsy and you better believe I am so proud of Jen because she is such a hustler. Like she got <laughs> every single one of the Facebook groups that you can imagine uh, that had to do with like selling on Etsy. And, you know, you have to learn about SEOs and what you should label it and how do you get your product to be at the top of the page and how much, you know, like all these things that I had no idea I was just there to support her. That's that's all really. And I would try to help her once I was out of work, but also my job was very consuming. It was a full-time job. So she figured it out. She put it on Etsy and then slowly but surely things started selling. And little by little, the way that things would sell, um, we would put the money back into the business. We didn't have any money. We started off with $200. I mean, I had the full-time job, but we had bills to pay. We had to pay yeah. for rent. We had to eat. Sometimes we wouldn't even eat, you know, like we had student loans to pay. Like there was no extra money, but if the business ain't money, you put it back into the business. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, she also was on her phone religiously. And the reason why we were able to get it on so many celebrities is because she would go on Twitter and she would learn like the patterns or at what times each celebrity might be on and wow. tweet. So when they would tweet, she was ready. She had one in the draft and she was like, okay, let me tweet at them and see if they want a shirt. And some would bite. 
and that's how we slowly but surely started getting that little bit of like okay traction of one celebrity wore it and then another celebrity saw it and they were like oh my gosh I want that shirt and then okay here we go let's let's contact them too so that's really how that started wow so with anxiety we know that we create a safe space in every aspect of our lives we try to play it safe how did that play a role in you leaving your job i was not okay mentally by the time that i was leaving my job jen is my saving grace um, I was working as a paralegal in an immigration uh, firm. It was a nonprofit. And what I was doing is in the middle of Trump being president and all that, um, I was trying to find some sort of relief for Central American kiddos. So when everything was going down here in Brownsville and in the border and all that, I was in the middle of it and I was trying to figure out a way to help children stay here. I worked with the with the kids and the cases that I was seeing they were horrifying you know and I worked there for about two years two years and a half and in those two years it really I think that I had got into a place with my anxiety and what I didn't know was depression where I had just I was on cruise control yeah. I was fine my wife loved me I had a home, bills were paid, I was doing okay in my job, you know, like everything was fine. But with this job that I had, I was having to talk to children about the worst things imaginable. And it was starting to bring up a lot of my issues that I had gone through as a child. So I started going downhill very quickly. And when I, I mean, you can't save them all. You can't, it's impossible. Yeah. And they, and at that time it was, you were literally fighting. The I'm government. sure you wanted to adopt every single child. Oh yeah. You can't. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I mean, there was so many things that I guess you weren't supposed to do on the job that I was like, I don't care. I'm going to put in my own money to take care of these kids yeah. because this is not fair. Like they're coming here because they literally are about to die where they're coming from. So whatever, you know, I was not, I was in a very dark place and Jen noticed that. But at that same time, Jen was really getting somewhere with JZD and she comes, Jen is a genius. Like she really knows how to like Jedi mind trick me. <laughs> and she comes to me and she tells me, babe, if we really are serious about this business, then I need you to be with me full time financially we were not ready we were not ready whatsoever for both of us to just be working on jzd and that's why i didn't want to quit my job because coming from a home that i didn't know where the paycheck was coming from every week or if we were going to have food on the table i needed the security of that paycheck yeah but i think that in all that, because I've always trusted Jen so much, when she told me that, I was like, well, who am I kidding? Do I really believe in her or do I not? Am I bullshitting myself? Am I just going through the motions because I think that this is what a good wife is supposed to do? Or do I really mean it when I tell her I believe in you? And I, that was a real test to me. And I was like, okay, 
that's what you want, that's what you need, fine. I, I'm not, I was like, I'm not too happy with my job right now. So yeah, sure. And of course she knew that I was going down a very <laughs> slippery slope, right? And she used the business to help me be like, Get out okay, of that. yeah. And then, yeah, I just, I quit. I mean, for the first month, it was all bliss. It was great. But then month two came around and I was like, oh boy, what are you <laughs> doing? Like the anxiety really set in. I mean, panic attacks of where's the money coming from? Having a business, having a small business on your own can be very nerve wracking because sales depend on you. Mm-hmm. It was just Jen and I, it was nobody else. And if we didn't post a story on Instagram, if we didn't figure out SEOs on Etsy, if we didn't figure out how to get our own website, then you didn't make money. A lot of people think, great, you're your own boss. Oh, you could do whatever you want. You can be off whenever you want. Yeah, right. If I'm off, we don't get sales. We don't get business. Exactly. I don't think I've worked harder in my life we work every day there's no days off but you know what we love what we do but there is no such thing as a day off Mm -hmm. because you're just going 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 because if you don't work then there's no money yep there's no money you don't pay for rent you don't pay for rent you're you're done (laughs) who are you gonna go live with you can't go live with your parents so yeah it was a lot of anxiety but generally did does still know how to really navigate my feelings and to a certain extent, I think she knows me better than I know myself. I think that she knows already what when you I, need. Yeah, what I need and when I'm starting to, you know, uh feel an episode or feel like I'm getting too much anxiety and she'll yeah. she'll figure out a way to like remove me from things and help me relax and help me figure out what to do. So yeah, I mean. There was a lot of anxiety, but uh, thankfully enough, I have a really good partner yeah. to help navigate that. And that's very important. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially dealing with anxiety. It's if you don't have that support, it's really, really, it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder. And, you know, they don't have to understand you because I don't think anyone can fully understand anxiety unless they've been through it. Yeah. But even if they're just supportive, that is powerful. And I feel like you leaving your job, like Jen has created these little, what we call exposure therapy. When you do hard things and scary things, it overall, it helps your anxiety because then you're like, oh, you know, it was, it was okay. It was scary, but we did it and it was okay. And I did these things and that builds you up and, and helps tremendously with anxiety. Yeah. She's been your own little therapist. <laughs> Honestly, she has a, a bachelor's in uh, psychology. So oh, she, okay. she kind and she's very in touch with her feelings and very in touch with, with, uh, intuitive just, and in her intuition towards you, it seems like it's. Honestly, awesome. yeah, I, I couldn't have asked for a better partner in life. And I mean, her and I had been best friends for about four years before we got married uh, so we already kind of knew each other, but honestly, getting married, I mean, we got married two months into dating and wow. yeah, so she really took it like a champ because even though we were f- 
friends, best friends, she still didn't know a lot about me because I wouldn't allow anybody in. I wouldn't allow anybody to really get to know me because it just felt like such a drag, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants to be like, sorry, I can't hang out because I have anxiety or sorry, I can't go do this because that really makes me not feel great. Yeah. So she really took the time to get to know me and, and, and help me through everything. Wow. Yeah. And you're right. When, when we have anxiety, we don't want to tell people, you know, we don't know what people are going to think of us and we feel like, you know, are they even going to understand? Are they going to think we're crazy? Are they going to think we're weird? And, and it's hard. Um, I think it's a lot easier now when I was going through anxiety was in the nineties, no one talked about it. And so I was truly alone, (laughs) but I think we're, it's getting better. People are more, first of all, there's, I mean, I think everyone has anxiety now, Um, but it's talked about more. So I love that, that, you know, she took the time to make you feel comfortable with talking and, and sharing your emotions and your feelings. And I think because of that, I think that's one of the reasons why you all have been so successful. You all are great partners, business partners. Uh, it's you're yeah. blessed, both of you. Really, and a lot of people are like, "How can you guys do it? How can you guys work all day? Like, don't you need breaks from each other?" And I'm here to annoy you and say that we do not need breaks, from <laughs> each other. Um, but we do know exactly like who's like everybody has their own position. You know, everybody has their own job to do. Everybody has their duties in the business and we don't go and mess with them. We respect each other in that sense. Those boundaries that help you. Yeah. And, but at the end of the day, we always check in with each other and, and, you know, like how was the stress at the, cause I take care of the warehouse and she takes care of the shop. And of course of a million other things that she takes care care of, but we always, you know, check in and how are you doing? How is the stress at the shop? How is the stress at the warehouse? What can we do to fix it? Do you want to trade places tomorrow, you know, so you don't have to deal with that? So we always try to find ways to to help each other because I think at the end of the day, before being spouses, we are best friends. That's our main thing. And I don't know. I, I don't know if you have a best friend that you're close with, but you're always worried about, you know, how are they doing? how how's the mind how's the heart how's everything so I think that's something that we're constantly checking in on I love that so you all are so in tune to um you each other's mental health but I think you all do a great job too with spreading that awareness a lot of your merchandise has is very empowering and I want to talk about my favorite pieces that you all have um, and they're todo bien yayore, yep, which is super powerful. Uh, no pasa nada, and let's unpack that, which is a tote that I'm uh, getting ready to to buy right now after this because I hadn't seen that one. But todo bien yayore, that's something that is very empowering to the Latino community because we're taught to no llores, que no te miren llorar. You know that they. they that's something that we are not allowed to do, to cry or to show someone our emotions. So really, really powerful stuff that you all have. I appreciate you all for spreading that awareness because I think we all need to do that. Uh, we all need to take care of our mental health. 
All yes, of us. Definitely. definitely. Every single one of us. And, you know, Jen and I laugh about this all the time, but that Todoveña Lloré came about because obviously, so everybody knows, I'm the crier. <laughs> and, but before, I, when I used to cry, it was like, well, my day's ruined. I've cried already and I'm all puffy and I look like a frog and <laughs> I'm just going to keep on crying, right? Like, that's usually the mentality about how things are when you cry. But Jen, one day, I don't think, I, I don't know what was happening. I don't know. Something probably happened. And I started to cry and Jen just came to me and she was like, okay, baby, all right, you've cried it out, but we need to keep on going. Like you let out what you got to let out. Tell me, do you need five more minutes? Do you need 10 more minutes? What do you need? Porque ya lloraste. Ya lo sacaste. And everything is fine. So let's keep on going. So... That's literally how we go on about our life. That's what we do. And from that one, she was like, pues todo bien ya lloré. Like, I like that. And that's- like, Make it a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's make it a shirt. And then we made it into a tote bag and we have it. It's one of our most, if not our best-selling item on the website. Wow. And we have it in different fonts and different designs and, and stuff like that. Because people have really, really, really resonated with that. Like they yeah. absolutely love it. And they're like, oh my gosh, I cry all the time. And you're right. Ya lloré. It's fine. Todo bien. Todo yeah. bien. So, that's, yeah. That's awesome. That's one of the lessons that I teach um, in my group. I do a, a women's group for anxiety. And um, I always say, you know, first of all, when you have a bad moment, I don't like to say bad day. Because if you put it in your mind that you've had a bad day, guess what? It's going to be a bad day. Yeah. But we have bad moments. We all have bad moments. And sometimes when we cry or we get sad, usually it happens right before a period. It's our hormones and all that affects our mood. We have bad moments and that's okay. Yeah. And we can cry it out and don't force yourself to don't cry, don't cry, don't cry and suck it in the way we're brought up to to do because then that just creates a lot of negative emotions. Let them out and let's let's continue to live our life. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I like I said, I, I cry about absolutely everything. If I see a puppy, if I'm happy, if I'm sad, <laughs> if I'm angry, like crying is what I do. And the other day I was actually with... Um, the little ones at the shop they're my shop girls they're in their 20s and I think one of them was I was crying about something there at the shop and they're like why are you crying and I was like well I cry because for so many years my feelings were suppressed I was not allowed to have a single feeling other than being grateful I had to be grateful for everything. Like I could not just be like, you know what? I feel sad today and I want to feel sad. And that's that. So I, when they asked, I was like, it's just because now I'm free to be able to have whatever feeling I want to have at any time. And the way that I express my feelings is through tears. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And they seemed to be very confused by that. They were like, huh. I had never thought about it that way. <laughs> but for me, it's just, I didn't leave my parents' house till I was 23. So it was 23 years of just keeping in all these feelings all the time. I could not 
for, I just could not express anything because it was wrong. So now it's like, I'm not going to hold it in. Why should I Yeah, I'm express myself? So and yeah. I'll cry in front of anyone or right. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't care who sees me. I will cry. I love that. I do the same. Yeah. <laughs> I cry on my podcast. I cry on <laughs> Instagram. Everywhere. I mean, we should never suppress our feelings and emotions. I love that. Um, so, you know, before we end, of course, I want to allow you to, to share anything with us, but I also want to celebrate you all not only have you all done incredible, um, created incredible merchandise, but you all have uh, had, you know, Jessica Alba, Eva Longoria, and all these other celebrities wearing your your stuff. You've been covered in um, magazines all over the world. Um, and you've had collections in a major chain, a major store, which is great. Um, I, I'm super proud of you all. You're from Brownsville. I'm from the RGV2, uh, born and raised Latina, Mexican-American. So just want to celebrate you all and and say that I'm super proud of you all. And I'm going to get emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. It, it, It never in a million years that I imagined that this was going to be my life. Uh, I didn't have the best beginning the best start in life. I didn't, I mean, it really felt like everything was against me. Uh, I didn't get to really be myself. I don't think my life really started until I was able to leave my home. Yeah. And being able to do everything that Jen and I have been able to do up till now, I could have never imagined that. I mean, just to think that I didn't even want to be alive you know, for the simple reason of me being gay. I, I was like, I was just like, I'd rather be dead than to have to tell my parents that I'm gay. I just didn't want to have to deal with it. So seeing the life that we've created for ourselves, mind blowing for me, uh, with my depression, with my anxiety, with my PTSD, it just goes to show you that it's possible no matter how dark things get no matter how difficult everything might be around you there's a way you just have to not give up and I know that that's much easier said than done but I did it I'm here you know your anxiety doesn't go away your depression doesn't go away. The The things that have happened to you, they don't go away, but you learn to live with them and you learn to work through them, you know, and you look for the help that you need. You get the help that you need because you also can't expect for things to get better if you don't go and try and attempt to make things better for yourself. At the end of the day, you're worthy of help. You're worthy of Everything you think you're not worthy of, you're worthy of that. And I mean, I say it all the time. If if I can do it, I honestly believe that anybody can. Everything was against me. Everything. From the moment that I was born, it was not looking good. It was <laughs> not looking good for me. But somehow I figured it out and I got the help that I needed. 
you know, I would have never been able to do this alone. And there's always people around you that want to be there to help you. And if there isn't anybody there, in, like immediately to help you, our community is so large. You know, there's social media now, like use it for good. Instead of just watching all of those TikToks and <laughs> all those other videos that aren't really doing much for you. There's so many people out there that are willing to help you to get through whatever you're going through. So, yeah, I mean, this is an exciting time for Jen and I. I love that. Anything else you want to share? Of course, I want you to share your website and I'll have those on the show notes and your Instagram and all that. But where can they find your merchandise? You guys can find us on shopjzd.com. Shopjzd is on all of our social media. So just put in shopjzd and you can find us. You'll see all of our videos. You'll see me being funny. You'll see me crying. <laughs> You'll see Jen getting after me. You'll see it all on our social medias. Um, and yeah, and then I think that's it. Yeah, shopjzd.com. Anything else that you want to share with us, even if it takes a few more minutes? Um, I don't know if you still have time, but... Anything else that you feel you wanted to share with um, the listeners about anxiety or business or fear or the Latino community, anything? Well, um, in regards to business and having anxiety, <laughs> maybe not like maybe having your own business with somebody that like has all this anxiety was probably not the smartest thing to do, but we figured it out. Um, I was scared throughout the whole ride, but Jen always says, you know, if, if you have a dream and if there's something that you want to do, no matter what it is, this is regarding business or regarding whatever it is that you want to do with your life, just do it. Just take the step to do it because we all want to do this thing or we want to be perfect and your anxiety won't let you do things if it's not perfect. But at the end of the day, there's no such thing. You can prepare for whatever it is that you're going to do for 10 years. And then when you finally do it, there's still going to be one thing that you weren't prepared for. And there's no reason for you to stop yourself or to have to wait so long to get it done. Just get it done and have an open mind and be ready to learn. That's really all it takes. And I know that anxiety can be crippling and it can take over your life. And I mean, God, I mean, I can't tell you how many panic attacks I've had, <laughs> but you'll get through it. It doesn't, it's not yeah. something that's gonna, you know, it doesn't cut off your arms. It doesn't cut off your legs. Even though in the moment you feel like you can't move, you can't do anything, you'll be fine you're going to be fine. It's going to be a bad episode, but you're going to be okay. You're going to get back up and you're going to do what you have to do for yourself. And again, like Jen and I are always open. Our Instagram messages are always there. You need some sort of help. You need some sort of guidance. We will always try to respond to your messages. We're always there. If you're afraid about coming out, don't be afraid. Just keep yourself safe do it in a safe space. If you're afraid that your parents or your family is not going to accept you, that's okay. We'll be your family. It's just better to live your truth in a safe way. Um, in the state of our country right now, it's a little scary, but find the people that will keep you safe. Find your allies, find, you know, you get to make your own family. 
your blood family is it's not it for everybody I don't speak to my mom or my dad the only person that I speak to for my family is my brother and he's the only supportive one of of me in my life and I think about everything my parents have missed out by choosing to not be there for me just because I married a woman and it's their loss and I think that that's what you have to keep in mind. It's going to be yeah. their loss, not yours. You have, you're going to gain your life. You're going to gain your happiness. You're going to gain your truth. So just keep on living and things get better. Yes, they do. Thank you for that. That's very powerful and perfect. Thank you. Anything else before that we would end? be it? I can go on. I talk a lot. <laughs> I do too. So <laughs> thank you so much. Um, I know that you all are busy, but I really appreciate your time and uh, your story. And I know that it's hard sometimes to share a story, but um, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is fun. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.